But I really do think you should do that cat tattoo on your inner thighs. I think oh, that'd yeah, totally. be really funny. That's fine. I don't give a shit anymore. I'll do it. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> one one work dinner and Dustin's on the list. <laughs> yeah. So how can we record at 10 o'clock? Yeah, right? I am one step away, gentlemen. <laughs> Just let me do it. Someone, someone finish the job. <laughs> I'm flying to D.C. for you. <laughs> that sounds like the season of Always Sunny where Frank just gets really weird. <laughs> How depraved is Dustin going to get? He's going to get two cats tattooed on his inner thighs playing with his balls. <laughs> That'd be so dope. We all reach a point in our lives where that happens. Hey, one of my friends in high school got the Kool-Aid man tattooed on his ass. And it was him, like, opening, you know, like, kicking down a door, screaming, uh, oh, yeah. Oh yeah! I was hoping he was like opening his cheeks. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. Good. It wasn't that good. That would be awesome. Yeah, I don't know how you'd do that though. You got to get that asshole tattoo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's possible. Or like tramp stamp it, and then it's like a lower pull. Oh, I didn't even think about changing the perspective. Look at you. You should call this buddy up. You should uh, you should let him know we have some ideas for his tattoo. <laughs> We have some notes. I think he has a, a child now. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, he can do it to his kid's butthole then. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the sentence "do it to his kid's butthole" should never be should never be uttered <laughs> in any in any public space in any capacity. <laughs> oh, my God. oh man, this is already unhinged, and we're not even five minutes in. Yeah. This is the this is the uh, cheap beer podcast after dark. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. That is true. This is where we jump the shark. This is, uh, <laughs> we have to stop recording after campfire this. stories <laughs> version. When are we doing our first bottle episode? Ooh, Ooh. we all ha- oh we should record in the same room on the same device. <laughs> that that'll be a good bottle episode. <laughs> no editing required. No, honestly though, that would make your life easier. Here's like hand done. Yeah. Just send it out. Now, Brandon, my question is, Are you? do you have your Texas cowboy drawl ready to go? Well there, partner. I, I surely do. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> With that underway, I might as well get things started around here. So, how... <laughs> Dustin's already <laughs> Dustin's like, why didn't I drink hard liquor instead? <laughs> No, I did. I we went to a Russian <laughs> restaurant, and so all you could order to drink was like different types of vodka. So sounds nice. That's where we're at. Love that. Love that. Well, uh, howdy, partners. Sure do appreciate you dropping uh, dropping in this evening, listening to uh, the Cheap Beer Podcast. This is episode two of season five i believe might be six i can't keep it straight anymore regardless we are sure glad that you are here to go through all of our favorite segments tonight we've got the cheap beer boy concerns state of the pod draft day breakdown a huge update uh we do have some awards because we are a little bit behind this year and with for that i sure do apologize and then finally we got some draft grades so if all of you could stick around and listen to all of your favorite segments we surely would appreciate that but with that i want to hand it off to my main man scotty hansen scotty can you please take us in 
The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. The Cheap Beer League boys are a little concerned. To fantasy football and to the weekly podcast. Grab yourself a brew from the discount rack. Nothing's wrong with the discount rack. Nothing's wrong with the discount rack. You know how you roll, Brandon. From the discount rack. All the guys from the Cheap Beer League. I mean, as cheap as they are. Cheap Beer Boys. Cheap, cheap Beer Boys. Cheap Beer Boys. Hope you like the show. Nice job, Brandon. That was great. Are you going to keep this up the entire episode? No. No, God, no, God no. please no. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Cannot do that. I was impressed you you did that whole thing. That was great. Yeah, well, I mean, it, the the southern accent's a lot easier than the uh, speakeasy accent. I, I can't do 1920s. Transatlantic. <laughs> Transatlantic, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, that can be a goal of mine. I can take like an, uh, an accent class. So I can, Dude, that'd uh, be great come back with different accents now see here and that's pretty much all i got that's it. <laughs> <laughs> regardless uh really appreciate uh scotty leading us in as always it's time to introduce your favorite cheap beer boys uh so we can get started with our concerns on the horn tonight or around the campfire if we're going to continue our western motif throughout the year uh we've got jeffrey Sweatrag kimball the punishment czar himself how are you doing out in California? Yay. Hot, sweaty, sexy, just the way we like it on the Frontier West. That is exactly what we want on the Frontier West. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, Dustin, I'm a little wet always. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. A lot? I thought we argued about this at draft weekend. No, no, Dustin's right because it's it's the little lot. Con- it's a little a lot contrast. That's Damn what it. makes it funny. I think because yeah. Brandon, he says it twice. Remember, we figured this yes. out. Yes. The first one, I think, is like, I'm damp always. But then he later <laughs> says what I was referring to, which is, I'm a little wet a lot. And it's like a separate delivery. Anyway. I have, oh, you're right. Because I think I had written down a little damp all the time. And it's, <laughs> it's not that. Um, so we'll get there. We're getting closer. I'm getting around the hole. And eventually, that finger will get in. Uh, I have a quick aside about that. So while I was at dinner tonight, I was like <laughs> clearly getting antsy because I was like, I need to get home. I want to record this podcast. And it came up. Like, they were like, why? And I was like, all right, I have a fantasy football podcast. And, like, I need to do it. And they like were like, oh, my God, we got to find it. And I was like, you're no, never going to find no, it. I was no. like, you're never going to find it. And then within 10 seconds, my uh, coworker, Sarah, goes, are you referred to as a little wet a lot? <laughs> and I was like, how did you do how that? How did you know? <laughs> she found it within seconds. Well, she does work with you. She should see the wetness all the time. It's not bad. Is this, is this also you telling us you're now fired from your job? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like, please don't listen to a second of it. And she was like, I don't want to. Great. That sounds good. <laughs> what a relief. And we can keep it going, I guess. We don't have to shut it down. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> my job depends on it it's like we gotta wipe the slate get it out of here we still have to keep the the money from everybody in the league and just don't tell them hopefully they'll listen to this <laughs> that's true i would well i already paid for it 
I know for a fact that Jose does not listen to this, so that's one less person you need to worry about. Well, that's good. He won't hear when I rip into him for his auto draft. Yeah, there's bullshit. a reason he doesn't. He doesn't listen. <laughs> Same thing with Dan. Jose is quiet quitting the league. I don't know if everyone's aware of that. <laughs> yeah, he definitely I, I, is. I had a feeling. Yeah, it's not. It's not that quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so quiet that it's deafeningly loud. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that's actually a great segue for my uh, point, my concern which is a change to, sorry to bogart the hosting duties, Brandon, but Please. the opportunity was too good to pass up. It's fair. Um, and I have my phone out because I recently received text messages from one Joel Yamasaki who had some intriguing ideas for punishments. I'm all ears. So he said he had heard about a non-completing your punishment punishment for fantasy, that if you don't do it by the draft, you get last pick in the first four to five rounds. And I like that. Wow. I think that's a pretty fuck you. We want to take this seriously. Cause I feel like that's the last thing this league is missing. This is by far the most serious league I'm in, Aww. but it's the only one where nobody does the punishments. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how serious is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're doing a fucking podcast about it. So you tell me, <laughs> <laughs> it might not be for longer if Dustin, uh, Dustin's co-workers keep getting involved. But he also floated an idea that I really like, too, of, and I've seen this on, like, social a fair amount, of the actual punishment for last place is uh, having to do NFL Combine events and then film it and send it to people, Uh, especially the Wonderlick test, which I think would be a lot of fun. I would love that. Yeah, so it's because obviously we run into the issue with our punishment of we're not all in the same place. We all have big, exciting lives all around the world. Uh, so it's kind of nice to have that continuity and that ability to keep us together through the failures of one person. Um, on that note, Jose, we never heard you discuss the Kurt Warner Rams movie. Pretty pissed about that. I was on pins and needles. But yeah, I just wanted to float that to the to to you two and have Brandon make a decision for all of us without any real input from any of the other 11 people in the league. I try. Well, there are only 10 <laughs> people that we need a decision from since one's quiet quitting. and We can just you know, <laughs> write that one off. But yeah, I mean, I could do that. I can do that in Sleeper. I did it this year with some of the uh, keeper stuff. So I could absolutely make someone the last pick of each of the four rounds. Good. Punish them. Make it hurt. But do we have a punishment for this year? We could do the combine. I do like the Wonderlick score. Yeah, we could we could have whoever finishes last take the Wonderlick because I I feel like that's accessible right to the public. Yeah, yeah. I think it costs money to do though. Yeah, but the the big question is how are we going to punish certain people who have not done their punishments from past years? So once we get this stuff settled, that will be the next question. Wasn't but. Roach supposed to wear the Antonio Brown jersey? I don't yeah, he was supposed to wear. He was supposed to wear his comrade at the draft. He yeah. didn't do it. He didn't do that either. Like a like, would it be stiff? Like with his jizz? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, sounds like I missed a fun draft weekend. <laughs> well, it didn't happen, so you didn't miss anything. <laughs> um, I like it. I want to try to make punishments more of a thing. I think it's worth bringing up to the league. So after this episode drops, we can post it. I love it, um, Dustin. Why don't you tell us your succinct uh, concerns? Tight ends are fucked. And Brandon, I know you're going to like this one. Hmm. Hmm. 
I'm not saying that I think we should eliminate them because I absolutely disagree with that. I think it's it's fun that they are so so terrible. Mm-hmm. The I believe the highest scoring tight end this week was Hunter Henry, followed by Hayden Hurst, and uh, the top drafted tight ends uh, besides Hawkinson. So that includes Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews uh, did not play at all, and uh, Darren Waller got. Something like six points. God damn, it is a wasteland. It's a wasteland. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I swear we do this every year, but this might be rock bottom. But I will just say, I feel like that maybe adds to the to the strategy. It's like in the draft, when do you want to reach? Is it worth it to go for a Kelsey or an Andrews? Is it better to just wait and hope Cole Komet comes alive in the second half of the season? I don't know. But I think it's a crapshoot, and it's I think it's fun. So I'm just curious what you guys uh, where 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 does that move the needle for you in the in the tight end discussion? Couldn't agree more, man. I love the strategy of it, uh, and now that I'm finally free of the Kyle Pitts curse, it's it's a lot of fun to actually have like have strategy and be like, oh, exactly to your point of do I go early? Do I wait? Because there's that clear top tier, and then just a huge gap. But then also, to your point, the top tier guys aren't doing anything. So, yeah, fuck, I don't know. I feel I feel, you know, to make it about me, which I am sad I waited this long to do. Uh, I, you know, someone like an Evan Ingram like that, that realm of like Evan Ingram, Nyoku, Fryermuth. I'm like, that's kind of your sweet spot. That's where you want to be. Well, hold on. But to that, I just need to say Fryermuth because I played against him. Uh, he had one catch for four yards and it just happened to be a touchdown. So it's like, <laughs> who cares? Who cares? That's all I need. What I was going to say is um, on our premiere episode this year, we talked about tight ends and you both said that they're terrible and, but you love the strategy. If you go back and listen to episode 25, you both say (laughs) that you're coming around on no tight ends because of how much of a wasteland it is. Um, So I just want to say that. And then, uh, I will also say uh, I was listening to our draft grades episode um, before this episode, and the amount of excitement Jeff had for Kyle Pitts was truly just sad <laughs> to listen to. You were so excited, and now, you know, on paper that should have been a real match made in heaven, uh, and then everything <laughs> else happened. So, <laughs> so let's see how did Kyle Pitts do this week? Uh, he had more catches than Drake London. <laughs> So one, I had more catches than Drake London. Yeah, I think you did. I think you had one. He had a nice grab. Yeah, thirty-five yards. Yeah. There you go. Two catches for forty-four. Yeah. What a day. Hell yeah. Six points. And oh, so that's he's on Jose's team. He's playing against Dan, who has Dallas Goddard, another we'd say second-tier tight end. Uh, zero catches on one target. Zero points. <laughs> oh, that's the Drake London. <laughs> the Drake London stat line. Yeah. Um, so my feeling is that I might just not draft a tight end period next year and just pick up whichever one's at the top of the waiver wire pile. So. <laughs> that's, that's been your strategy since we started the league. Nothing's you know, I still draft one in like round nine and I'm just done now. Now it's going to be like defense tight end kicker. Yeah. Last three yeah just draft the Cowboys defense in the seventh round. and you'll be good. <laughs> God, are you uh, are you starting Laporta this week? Brandon? I think so. Nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I actually like that. 
Yeah, I can't wait until, like, you get a stud tight end and it turns you around completely. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, well, you know, there is some merit to the strategy. <laughs> That's why I have two rookies. I want to believe that they're going to do something more. Kincaid looked great. Or not great. That's that's a bad use of the word great. <laughs> he, <laughs> he looked serviceable. He looked fast and he runs yeah. his routes. Yeah. It's just stupid they still have Dawson Knox. Like, that guy sucks. Um, he dropped multiple passes. Um, speaking of a position that I'm, I'm done with, drafting top QBs. <laughs> that's my concern. The top QBs uh, for week one, um, I was actually looking this up before the episode. For week one, the highest performing QBs, Tua, number one, Jordan Love at number two, Mac Jones at number three, Anthony go. Richardson at number four, Justin Herbert, number five, and Deshaun Watson, number six, Trevor Lawrence, seven, Brock Purdy, eight, Kirk Cousins, nine, and Baker Mayfield, ten. Just like we predicted. <laughs> Look. In my defense, if Patrick Mahomes didn't have Kadarius Stonehands Tony giving pick sixes to the other team, he would have cracked that top ten. So, you know, shit. Would he have? Maybe. I Maybe. don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did finish 11th. Tony deleted his Twitter. Did you guys see that? I mean, I would too. That's, it's sad. <laughs> I feel bad. He didn't delete his IG and he was chirping at the Giants. <laughs> Like, okay, buddy. I love that for him. I really do. Good for him. Yeah. Lean in, right? Yeah. Lean in. He was like having the worst night of his life, and then the next night the Giants got shut out 40 to nothing, and he was like, never mind, life's okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's all good. I'm back. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, my my point is I'm done drafting top quarterbacks. This year I made a concerted effort. I wanted one of the group that basically ended with Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert um or Fields. And I panicked and went early because I was drunk and worried, and I'm not doing that again. And you were talking about drafting Calvin Ridley the entire weekend, and I you know. had him right there, and you let him go. It was stupid. And look at him. He looks amazing because he bet on himself. He might be the best receiver in the league after Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Well, and Justin Jefferson. Come on. Don't give up on him yet. No, no. Well, come on. We're doing over. This is the overreactions episode. You just said I'm never drafting a top tier QB ever I'm not. Again. After ever Joe again. Burrow got consumed by a monsoon in week one. Three after playing, points. Playing zero preseason games. I think we can relax. That's <laughs> awful. No, but that's also why I picked up Jordan Love because um, I'm hoping I can just make him my keeper and he'll turn into Aaron Rodgers. So. Dude, trade me for Romeo Dobbs. Get that uh, Get that sexy stack going. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting Dobbs back. Dobbs. <laughs> This isn't a concern, but one point I wanted to make, because uh, I didn't see anywhere else in the the outline to put it, but um, after I lost uh, epically to Brian Roach on a punt return touchdown in overtime for the Jets, uh, I looked up to see how many teams uh, in our league went 1-0 and in the last two seasons actually made the playoffs, and only two teams in each of the last two years started 1-0 and and actually made the playoffs. So... In practice, what that tells me is that you actually want to lose your first matchup. So I think all of us should be Sweet. really happy right now. You did it, guys. Totally. Yeah. Thank God I have Kyron Williams now. It's going to change everything. <laughs> Honestly, with Dobbins tearing his fucking Achilles, uh, I'm pretty happy with how things turned out. Well, Austin Eckler is already uh, hurt, so. He's fine. Shut Joshua up. Joshua Kelly fine. on my Shut bench. Up. Shut up. He's fine. Shut up. I'll start Algier and Najee Harris. That'll be a perfect one-two punch. <laughs> I mean, Algier looks 
pretty sick. Algier is going to be the leading running back this year on the Falcons, and we all know it. We just don't want to admit it. I don't know. I think it could be a, both get a thousand yards. I wouldn't, wouldn't shock. I me. could easily see that. Yeah, Ritter is going to throw it fifteen times a game, anyways. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> London and Pitts will combine for five hundred yards. Yeah, <laughs> that's very generous. That's very good. Yeah, it is. It really is. He must be in a good mood. <laughs> You guys seen uh, Arthur Smith's mustache? <laughs> it's pretty dope. <laughs> it's not as dope as Brandon's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to the state of the pod. We go Before we go into the actual metrics of our pod, I was curious. Last year we added some new segments because I was listening to it. Are there any segments that you're thinking we need to add? Don't need to answer that now, but just for next time. Are there some potential segments that uh, that we could add in here? Or listeners, if there's a segment that you would like us to include. Very interested. Very excited for Tim Loftus' comment. I am too. Bring the heat. Um, all right, Cool. Uh, we're up to 860 downloads. That's 83 more than the last episode. All Dustin's coworkers. <laughs> God. DC okay. got a big, uh, big up. Um, all right. One comment, and it's a great one. Yes. Hickory Dickory Dicked is amazing. <laughs> ha ha ha. Oh. <laughs> Plus one. Plus one. Agree. Love that. Uh, all right. From there, 132 downloads all time in California. Shout out to. Uh, uh, California. You can do it, buddy. Name, um, just name three names. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and one shocking thing that Podbean told me is that someone listened to our episode on Alexa. So shout out to that person. That was definitely someone misspoke and it sounded like <laughs> Alexa, play cheap, cheap beer. Cheap beer. <laughs> there was like a guy asking his girlfriend to go to the market and get some cheap beer. Oh, Alexa's talking to me right now. Alexa's just responding. Oh, is she downloading our episode? No, Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. She started playing something. I don't even know what it was. Yeah, she's downloading our next episode or our most recent episode. Um, but shout out to that person for listening to us on a loudspeaker. Um, you have a lot of confidence in where you live or wherever you are. <laughs> I was going to ask, in terms of the state of the pod, are we still contemplating a Spotify move? Oh, Dustin didn't seem thrilled. Listen, I think we need to uh, manage our content a little better if we're going <laughs> to transfer to something as public as Spotify. <laughs> What's wrong with Apple Podcasts? That's not uh, managed enough for you? I don't know, man. Can you imagine, like, someone who's new to fantasy football putting this absolute nightmare on? I mean, that's where we get most of our hits, is the first episodes of the season, when people are just like, oh, I'm going to download a bunch of fantasy football, and then they don't come back. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> For good reason. <laughs> so we're just expanding that into Spotify. Do you, what do you think the odds are that there's, like, one person out there listening that actually is, like, a committed listener, and is just like... <laughs> These guys, it's like in on the inside jokes at this point. It's like, I don't know who these guys are, but they make me laugh. And now I understand all the jokes. <laughs> There's probably one, it's one person out there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Shout out to that person. 
shout out to that person. You stuck with it from episode one, and now you're really <laughs> reaping the, the fruits of your labor. So <laughs> ecstatic for you. You know who it's not? It's not Jose. No. <laughs> it's not Dan. It's not Dan. Oh. Well, Dan has kids. It might be his son. Maybe Maybe my godson's listening to this. God forbid. I fucking hope not. <laughs> I'll really understand America after that. <laughs> um, I figured we should do a draft day breakdown, right? Yeah. Woo! Jeff, what was your draft day experience like? You were on the phone a lot for Smash. Were you like uh, trying to? We thought you were solving the strike. But no, I was uh, I was wheeling and dealing. Uh, you know, some 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 sports actions, some football. No, I was on the phone with my parents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what i thought <laughs> uh no for the draft i was right here man it was you know that nice 9 30 a.m start time made it tough for me to be like let me go let me go grab an alcoholic <laughs> beverage and then sit on down so i just pretended my coffee was spiked and it was fine <laughs> do you enjoy drafting more when you're drunk or sober I like a good buzz when I draft. So you, you don't know? want to do another morning draft is what you're saying if we could have. Well, I'm, look, at the end, we have, you know, 12 people who have schedules to be accommodated to. So whatever, I'll, I'll be fine. Sure. Obviously, the ideal situation is everyone together mm. and Jose not auto drafting like a <laughs> punk ass bitch. But other than that, you know, we, we take what we can get and it's lovely to see everybody anyway. So, OK, well, I just wanted to check in. Um, what'd you do after the draft? Fucking pounded off to my team. <laughs> nice. I got it. Yeah. You were able to get it up? Somehow. Through some it took about forty five minutes to an hour. Just mashing. <laughs> just just kind of <laughs> smushing like a mortar pestle action. Just like <laughs> 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 and, then, and then and then finally, uh it, and the best part is when you're working that hard to get it to get it up, it takes about two seconds to finish. Yeah. So so that was great. You know, uh, and then I finished and I was like, oh, my team's not that great. And then, you <laughs> and know, then it, was it was not fun. even noon. And then, <laughs> and then it was 1045. And I was like, <laughs> but I want to hear more about your fun house in Maine. Why don't you talk about it, Dustin? You found it. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was nice. We, we had our uh, big ass yard, um, a hot tub, a fire pit, a bunch of Adirondack chairs, volleyball net, the works. Who was the first in the hot tub? Who was the first in the hot tub? I think, I think it was me and Rochi. I think we hell yeah, kicked it off. yeah. The first yeah, night, yeah, I bet you did. Yeah. Rochi, I think, was in every night. Yeah, Rochi was always the first one in. Um, no, I think yeah. So the first night was because Brandon wasn't there yet. So it was it was uh, or Mike. So it was me, Rochi, Tim, and Jose all got in the first night. That's we broke it in. And then what happened? Well. <laughs> It was hot, <laughs> and we were in a tub. <laughs> they went back to the 1980s. Uh, it was like a, a ski area, Jeffrey. Um, so oh, like, nice. There was a, there were a bunch of houses that looked like were Airbnbs, but because it wasn't ski season, there was no one there. Uh, so that was pretty nice. Um, there were some people who lived on the street, um, but yeah, the, the wiffle ball um, field was very nice, except for uh, around twilight, the... The black flies really, uh, mm. really got after you. That's a good time. Yeah. Um, and by good time, I mean really awful. But yeah, it was a great time. It was a, it was a blast. A lot of, a uh, lot of being outside, which was much needed. Um, 
Love that, man. And shout out, shout out Bethel, Maine, a lovely town. Bethel, Maine. That Tim has been telling me about for years, and we finally got to see it for ourselves, and it did. It lived up to the hype. It really did. Nice, especially the hardware store, which had everything you need for a draft weekend. Well done, well done, Bethel. Well done, Bethel. Shout out to you. Uh, speaking of Tim, um, he still owes me a cheesecake. Uh, so I was disappointed that I didn't get to eat a cheesecake while I was drafting, and maybe that's why I made some mistakes. Ooh, some. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what we were drinking on, though, if we segue into the hooch update. I wanna go home. home. I wanna go home. <laughs> I don't even know what I ended up drinking. There was a lot of Campari. Gross. Gross. <laughs> oh, what about the. The Duncan spiked iced tea. We only found one. Unacceptable. Yeah, I found Arizona iced tea, spiked iced teas, which I didn't know existed, and I did not enjoy those at all. Hmm. Which is disappointing. But Jeff, I was sipping on the Harpoon Duncan pumpkin during the. Drive, Ooh, that's a just that's a goodie. Delicious. Yummy, yummy. Mm-hmm. That's a very northern uh, thing. Oh, I was drinking uh, Fiddleheads. Oh, nice. There you yeah, go. That's a good breakfast beer. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the breakfast of champions. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was nice, nice way to start the day off and then transition into more of the cheap beer variety. Uh, Corona light. Nope. Corona. Miller light. Bud light. All the lights. <clears throat> we only have two awards to get to this evening before we get into the draft <laughs> grades. <laughs> Our man of the week was Mason Crosby goes west with 177 points. Uh, great team name. Really appreciate the fact that uh, it happened because I texted Tim that there was a stat that it was the first time since I think 2008 that Mason Crosby was not the Green Bay kicker. That's weird. But I will say to your point, excellent name. Excellent name for Tim. Uh, Deadass last, Wild Wild Wario. Uh, 76 points. <laughs> you hate to see it. Losing by 100 your first week. Uh, is Eat not, my butt, Mike. It's not how you want to start the year. <laughs> Agony. I could picture hit Mike's face when Rogers had that injury. He's just like spiking his beer against the wall. Like, Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so true. So true. Um, I do want to throw out a prediction that I wrote down, and I did, didn't write down, but in my head I was like, I'm going to write this down, I'm going to say it no matter what happens in week one. There are four teams that I believe will absolutely not make the playoffs this year. Who are they? Do you want me to just tell you? Well, should that be lumped into draft grades? It could. Do you want me to do it then? Makes sense, right? Because right. we can kind of see if we agree or disagree, probably agree. That sounds good. Uh, all right, so going to draft grades. Uh, our first overall pick was the Olave Garden. So how did it feel, uh, Dustin J. Sylvia? Getting first pick? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it felt amazing. Uh, it was my first time since, I think it was probably pre-statistics 
timeline. I, I had the first overall pick, and I distinctly remember having it and drafting Adrian Peterson in, uh, it, it, honestly, it might have been an Olive Garden. It, it was some kind of chain restaurant in Foxborough, Massachusetts. So it was nice to recapture that. I've been wanting Justin Jefferson on my team since he entered the league. Uh, so yeah, no complaints. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Do you want us to go through our breakdown of your draft, or would you prefer to uh, talk? Yeah, about yeah. You guys go first. Uh, I'll I'll chime in. I will say it's a little <laughs> disappointing that we waited until week one happened <laughs> before giving my team a grade. But you guys go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we get one week of data. I love it. I can overreact. So I feel like the my first reaction was uh, during the draft. I was never mad at you. I never felt like you stole anyone from me, but I kind of wonder if that was more due to the fact that uh, you and I drafted all over the board due to some draft pick trading. So for like three or four of the rounds, we weren't actually drafting next to each other. Um, So that might've had something to do with it, but I, I did take that away. I was never mad about something that you took that I was like, Oh, I thought that person would make it back to me. Bullet train. Uh, could this be year two of the bullet train? Could be a steal. I have to admit, uh, if we were doing this uh, grading right after the draft, I was very low on Brian Robinson. I thought he looked plodding and slow due to the fact that maybe his legs weren't as uh, youthful as they once were. But he looked like the lead back for the uh, commanders, the the rejuvenated commanders. So that might end up being a uh, a pick that, that ultimately um, helps you this year. Um, those are my two reactions. And the fact you got him two rounds after Gibson is fantastic. Yeah, who took Gibson? Oh, Dan. Dan. Yeah, not a great, not a great pick. No, uh, Higgins is going to be fine. Uh, I don't know if you heard Dobbins isn't going to be. Um, oh, I, wait. What? What happened to Ho- what happened to Dobbins? <laughs> J.K. Um, I am super high on James Conner. I feel like they're just going to have no other offense except to give him the ball. Um, which is kind of what I was hoping with Najee Harris, but that clearly isn't going to work out. And that was what I was hoping with Najee Harris last year, too. So. <laughs> yeah, <truly. laughs> um, but no, considering the fact that like you had one of your top running backs go out with an ACL tear and you still manage to score close to 100, I think you're going to be just fine, and I think you drafted quite well. And you've got Javante Williams, right? Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. I will jump in and say that so I started with Olave. I went Jefferson and Higgins. So I started with three receivers in a row and then went Lamar Jackson, the fourth. I am thrilled with my running back depth. I think like you guys, I've been preaching for two years, go receiver heavy up top, figure out the running backs later. And I, I decided to really lean into it this year. And I'm ecstatic. I mean, yes, Dobbins tore his fucking Achilles. You know, we expect that it's JK Dobbins. He does it every year. But that's why I went Dobbins, Connor, back to back. And then pretty much immediately after went Javante, Brian Robinson. And I just wanted four mid-tier running backs and just figure out which two rise to the top. And I think, obviously, Dobbins, uh, we can cross him off the list. But I think between Connor, Javante, and and B-Rob, we're in good shape. And if one of them goes down, we got another one to step up, hopefully. Uh, Obviously, it'll probably be Javante who goes down next. Uh, so we'll ride him as, as far as we can. But that's my <laughs> overall thought is like I, I am thrilled with the receivers, my uh, two receivers and a flex and Higgins. So I think I agree. We'll be fine. Let's just throw out that Cincy game. The one person I am uh, very concerned of about is Lamar. I, I am. I know it's a little overreaction, 
after week one, and he's usually slow to start, but I don't know, guys. I've had him for three years in a row. and uh, Has there been three years? Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> and I feel like I'm just waiting for him to get back to that MVP uh, potential, and I'm starting to think that maybe I should just let that dream go. No. We'll wait till Andrews gets back and then and then be upset. That's yeah. true. <laughs> It, it's funny. I like uh, over the the summer. I listened to a couple of our episodes from last year before like the premiere. And in one of the episodes I listened to, you were so pumped about Lamar. And then the, the I listened to one later on in the season, and you were so down on him. And it was just really <laughs> funny to like listen to that that shift. So I was surprised. I have to admit, during the draft, I was surprised you went back to him because I had just listened to that and was like, oh, I think he's done with Lamar. But then when I think that actually impacted my draft strategy at number two, because when you picked Lamar, I was like, oh, shit, like, are these quarterbacks not going to get back to me? Um, Whereas if you had gone with something else, I think I would have skipped Burrow. But you kind of influenced me to be like, oh, maybe I should get my quarterback now to not worry about it. And did you learn your lesson? I sure did, Jeffrey. (laughs) I sure did. Um, But I would say, Dustin, overall, I would give you a B plus. Yeah, I'd give you a B plus too. I forgot we were doing the grades. Sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would say a B plus as well. I think there is a lot of potential, and I'm excited to see you get last. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, you know, <laughs> Lamar and I have a toxic relationship. We're off and on. We're on again, off again. Will they? Won't they? You know the deal. It's always physical. Yeah. Oh, there's the sexual chemistry can't be denied, uh, but the longevity remains to be decided. So we'll see. We'll see how the season progresses. But I think if Lamar can get even uh, three quarters of the way back to his MVP status, uh, we're in good shape. Uh, so I would give myself before week one. I'm not going to lie. I would have given myself an A plus. I thought this was the best team I've ever drafted. Hands down. No question. Uh, now I'm going to I'm going to fall back to an A minus. I still think it's really good. I'm ignoring this is disregarding the Dobbins injury. I think at the time the Dobbins pick was good value. Uh, so I'm going to go A minus and, and we'll see. There you I go. I didn't think Love you would it. be running into the best defensive. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> week, I think in the history of fantasy football. Maybe it's like them or the Patriots, right? The Patriots when Rochi had them a couple years ago. Oh yeah. That was longevity. Like they did it over the year. I don't think they ever broke 40 points. Like, right. Like a single week. Yeah. Yeah. A single week. I think it was the best single defensive effort. And to that, I say, uh, fuck the Giants. Jesus Christ. What the hell is that? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I agree to that. All right, moving on to number two, your own sloshed Sicarios. Great name. Excellent name. I appreciate it. Uh, Just to, to, uh, I guess, hit on the trade that was made between myself and uh, our own Brian Roach. Uh, I traded my fifth round pick for his seventh and eighth. Uh, Jeffrey, the reason I did that was because I wanted to keep Tony Pollard. Uh, And last year, Dan drafted Tony Pollard in the eighth round. However, in that trade, I traded Dan my seventh round pick. So I was going to have to use a sixth round pick to keep Tony Pollard. So by trading for Roach's seventh round pick, I was able to move Pollard back a whole round um, and pick up an eighth round pick. Uh, And with that new sixth round pick, I have uh, gotten one of my favorite players on my team, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, So I am very excited that I made uh, that trade because it allowed me to get Brandon Ayuk. And I also am just really excited to have Christian McCaffrey on my team. Um, Do I wish I had gone with Calvin Ridley over DK Metcalf? Yes, I do. Um, Mm -hmm. Or over Joe Burrow. Or definitely over Joe Burrow. So my, my plan was originally like, 
go Metcalf, Ridley, and then hope Herbert falls to me. But then I started to worry that Herbert wasn't going to fall to me, which he would have. And then I would have not gotten a quarterback that I wanted, which wouldn't have mattered and probably would have been better for me. Uh, so with that, I give myself a B because uh, when you draft in anxiety, you don't draft well. Um, that's what <laughs> happened. I agree. I would say B minus. Um, I just think that Burrow London back to back is pretty vicious. Oof. But uh, and like I love a Charbonnet, but Bigsby after that, I feel like you kind of double beaded yourself there. Mm. But overall, man, like McCaffrey Pollard is going to be fucking nasty as shit. Just have to hope they stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the big question. Um, and Ayuk looks great. I'm pretty high on Cooks. I think he's going to be decent in Dallas once they, you know, don't need to not worry about scoring because their defense is doing everything. But yeah, overall, man, I feel like outside of that huge gaff in the three four turn um uh, pretty solid team <laughs> there yeah so i got i gotta be a little harsher um yeah <laughs> listen your team starts and ends with mccaffrey pollard that's an amazing combo nailed that obviously as long as they stay healthy and here's the problem if one of them goes down who we got stepping up tank bigsby zach charbonnet uh no nah, i don't think so neither of them did shit Week one. Um, uh, Bigsby scored a touchdown. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. okay. He had 5.3. He had less points than a touchdown is worth. So you tell me what that means. <laughs> uh, he fumbled in that weirdest uh, situation ever where it was thought to be a dead ball and they stripped him. I'm just saying, I'm looking at your bench and it gives me, you talk about anxiety. It makes me want to go uh, just overdose on Xanax. So... Mm. I'm going to give you a C plus because, yeah, like Jeff said, the the London pick after – I think Burrow's a great pick there. I actually think that's fine, uh, and he'll be fine. He did this last year too. He takes a little while to get going. Uh, but Drake London I think might just be a bust, unfortunately. The, the Falcons are just a nightmare team. They're like the new Shanahan offense where except instead of not knowing who's going to be the hot hand, there just is no hot hand. So that's going to suck. Dalton Kincaid is your tight end. I hate, but, you know, we've talked about that. You don't care. So – I'm saying C <laughs> Do not care. Yeah, you walk the walk and you talk the talk, man. I respect yeah, it. Exactly. All right, let's move on to Mason Crosby goes west. Um, in case you were wondering, neither of the two teams we talked about thus far have been my uh, four to not make the playoffs. This one, however, uh, I was going to say wholeheartedly will not make the, the playoffs. Whoa. Whoa. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. All do right. Not, do not believe in this team at Was this all. before or after week one? Before. Before week okay. one, I decided there were four teams I was sure were not going to make the playoffs, and this was one of them. Um, wow. And I stand okay. by it. Aaron Jones is already hurt, um, so that's going to be trouble for, for old uh, Mason Crosby. Uh, I don't know who is left to start as a running back there. Any any ideas? Deuce Vaughn. Nope, he dropped Deuce Vaughn. Oh, well. So who's got, he's got Jamal Williams. Sorry, I'm just looking at his team. Jamal Williams. No, you're right. He has no running backs, it turns out. <laughs> did he pick up Did he pick up anyone? It doesn't matter. We're doing draft grades. I'm going to yeah. that out. Ignore it. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. But then if we're doing draft if we're doing draft grades, we shouldn't account for the injury. I'm not ignoring week one. Yeah, I, like, I don't care. It's impossible to ignore it. I think we should yeah. take into account. I think that was Aaron Jones is a great pick where he got him. Agreed. I agree. Agreed. But the problem with doing all of that is now that you what ended up happening is he didn't 
um, try and go after more running backs, which is what he right. should have done with a Hill, Ridley, and um, Smith. A Hill-Ridley-Smith combo, and then just load up on running backs uh, and then hope you can figure out, you know, Cousins, I think, in the 11th is great uh, and, and go from there. But that's not what ended up happening. And um, for that, I would give him a C minus. No, that's that's too harsh. Uh, C plus. Rude. Because Hill-Ridley-Jones, he nailed his first three. I don't have any notes. You did a great job. Yeah. And then it's kind of tough to bounce back from that missing three picks in a row. Yeah. Uh, with the four, five, six. Uh, but Jordan Addison looked good. He, you know, it's impressive that Kirk is looking any at any other receiver outside of Justin Jefferson. Gabe Davis, no, no, sorry, Dustin. No, Babe <laughs> Davis. Um, and yeah, I think the running backs are a really big issue, but I would love to see this team just coast entirely on high ceiling receivers for multiple games this season. I don't think they are a lock to not make the playoffs. I will disagree with you there, mainly because the potential is very interesting. And if he plays the waiver wire right, then maybe he could get himself that floor that he needs. But to your point, top three picks are perfect. Uh, And then from there, I think he just kind of lost steam. I'm assuming he went and got drunk during those three rounds. He did. And he was then, in another yeah. room. It was very weird. <laughs> he disappeared after round three. He just left we the asked room him and didn't to come man back. the draft board, and he did it for like three picks and then walked away. It was, <laughs> it was a lot. So what are you going to give him? What grade? Uh, I'll give him a B minus. Yeah, so I think, I mean, listen, we can't overstate that Tyreek Hill, uh, if I was to redraft today, I would probably take him number one overall. I mean, I love Jefferson, but after seeing that, like, I think Tyreek Hill might be, just has been the best receiver in the NFL for years, and he just needed a healthy Tua on on a Mike McDaniels offense to unlock his, like, actual potential. I think being on the Chiefs, the way Mahomes spreads it around with Kelsey there, I just don't think he ever quite hit his potential and now we're seeing just how fucking good this guy is so i think as long as he's got hill healthy and Tua healthy which is a big if um he's got a chance to make the playoff for sure but i agree with brandon that he's in a tough division and jamal williams is only going to last him three weeks before he comes virtually mm-hmm. irrelevant mm-hmm. and he doesn't have anyone to fill in so he's gonna mm-hmm. really have to kill that waiver wire with the running backs uh I don't know. Oh, and then the, the Gabe Davis thing, Jeff, that you brought up is kind of funny. So the 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 one pick that uh, of my draft that I took down to literally the very last second was uh, I was deciding between Brian Robinson and Gabe Davis um, because they both it's like one of those things where I, my heart is with both of them. Like I really I had them both on my team <laughs> last year and I love them both. And I just but I went with Brian Robinson and oh, my God. I am so glad I did because I think it's just gonna be another nightmare year for Gabe where you just you don't know whether to start him. Or sit him, and it doesn't matter what you do; he's gonna suck either way. So, yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Tim. Here's the thing: he had, yeah, he didn't have his fourth, fifth, and sixth round picks. Like, I think he did good considering, but not quite good enough. So, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say B minus. Hey, B minus, buddies. Nice. All nice, right, nice. moving on. Um, Etienne Ass. Another great name. Eton Ass. Eton. (laughs) This was another team that I had listed as no way they will make the playoffs. Um, Mm. 
really not enthralled with this draft. Uh, Brees Hall, I think, is a, could be an excellent pick. Um, he looked great. Well, I worry about him wearing down throughout the season. Yeah. Like you saw in both runs that he had that could have gone to the house. He like lost steam because he's not – and either he's going to build that steam back up and be totally fine all year or he's going to get hurt. So I'm worried about that. I love that he drafted uh, Tony. That's just hilarious. Um, talk about Tony and more back-to-back. <laughs> That's agony. That's <laughs> hoping one would hit, and yeah. oh my god. And neither, neither hit. Dalton Schultz as the tight end already been dropped, um, so it's just been uh, – I think he'll probably just go with Luke Musgrave uh, in the 13th round at this point. But I just – yeah, not a fan of Diggs going that early. Um, I don't believe in Etienne. I think that'll – which is why I picked Tank, um, because I just don't think Etienne will hold up. So I'm going to give this one also a C plus. I love this draft mainly because him getting digs let me get Eckler. Um, <laughs> but yeah, to your point, man, I feel like this is what I could definitely see not making the playoffs, which is ironic considering he just roasted my ass week one. But I feel like that's the ceiling for the team, right? Like everyone was kind of like operating at full potential. And there's just, it just gets rough. Like, like Diggs is like, okay, fine. You can sell that as like, maybe as a top five first round pick. But then after that, it's just a lot of gambles to your point of like Brees Hall. Is he going to stay healthy? Mike Evans, who's going to throw him the ball? Pierce was a little underwhelming week one. Dotson, that's kind of a weird situation. Receiving quarterback, et cetera. That's how it works in football. Uh, and then, yeah, Tony Moore. That's kind of where I stopped paying attention and blackout. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, uh, I know you hate tight ends. I love tight ends. And I think Busgrave has some potential. He could be interesting. But other than that, I would give Kevin a C plus. Yeah, so I, what I think, I'm looking at this now when we talk about it. Fascinating. The three teams after the draft that I picked in our division, the uh, the bad division, as they call it, the three <laughs> teams that I picked to go in the playoffs, I thought for sure, were me, Jeff, and Mike and all three of us lost week one pretty handedly. <laughs> so, week, one, week one is such a boot. Man. I told like, you most yeah. most teams that make the playoff in our fantasy football league lose in week one. So there you go. So that makes me feel really good. Honestly, I felt pretty shitty after week one. Uh, but now I'm like, you know what? I think it's fine because Kevin, the reason he won Tua had the best game of his career. I don't think it's gonna happen every week. And then his fucking kicker and defense combined for 30 points. So yeah, I don't think the longevity is there for Kevin. Um, I, I respect the Diggs pick at four. I think that was an interesting, some would call it a reach, but I actually really like it as a as a ride receiver first round guy myself. Uh, but overall, I, I really, God, the Tony Moore combo is, is brutal. <laughs> and he has, guys, he has two Texans. This team's terrible, Kevin. I'm giving him a D plus. Wow. wow. Yeah, I that's just because it. it's Kevin. <laughs> no, oh, yeah, no, Kevin. No. F minus. <laughs> he traded away some really good picks. Uh, so he was in a tough position to start, but I don't think he did anything to help his case besides uh, hit on Tua week one, which, I, again, I don't think it's going to last all year. So I'm saying D plus. I have to admit, I'm looking at the week one, like him scoring 150 points. And I, I watched the whole Buffalo game, and I did not realize Stefan Diggs had 10 catches for a hundred yards and a touchdown. So that might just be on me. Um, maybe, maybe he'll be okay. 
Uh, all right, moving on from there, we have Coitus Martin. And who the fuck is Rochon Johnson? I literally did not know who that person was. <laughs> and all Sunday, I was like, that's fucking hilarious. He's going to score five points. It's going to be stupid. And he did. the whole. And then I went and had dinner and looked at my phone after dinner, and he had all of these garbage time catches and a touchdown just unbelievable uh that's not going to happen for the rest of the year for Rochon johnson it's uh, cinderella's slipper whatever um but i do think getting jonathan taylor back in week five could be huge and this is a, the third of the four teams that i thought there was no way uh would be making the playoffs um so three four five i felt that way um i think taking kelsey in the fifth was about where i would have but i mean i would have taken probably Eckler uh, instead. Waddle, uh, I love, love Waddle. Tim texted me saying he has a great nickname for Waddle, Blazing Waddles, um, which I thought was hilarious. Um, <laughs> the pronunciation's <laughs> off, but I respect Yeah, it. I know, but it, it looks the same. But yeah, other than that, like, it, it's a fine team. Again, I would give it a C plus. Like, I've just, the, these three teams, I've just been, I was really unimpressed with towards the end of it. And I know all of them had lost picks, but I think that, you know, that's the problem when you trade away picks to try and win. Yeah. I, uh, I appreciate where he took JT, especially seeing the running backs that were available after. I feel like that's the right place to make that reach. Agreed. But the reach he made for Hopkins, I'm not very, Hopkins had a good week one. I think that's as good as it's going to get. And it's going to be a lot worse for a lot of the season. That Titans offense was not exactly Awful. enthusing me very much. So, <laughs> no. so bad. <laughs> but no, I think Kelsey and Waddle's a really good one too. Having Jacobs locked in at the three is really nice. And then again, as with Tim, having three not picks in a row just kind of completely killed his momentum. And then he had a couple lame picks. I think one of those picks was an auto draft he didn't mean to do or something. I don't really, I don't really know the road Dak journey Prescott. when he drafts. It's yeah. Dak Prescott. Yeah, so that stunk. I don't know why he's picking Phelan there. But yeah, I would give Roach a C+. Uh, I also agree there's potential for him to also not make the playoffs, uh, especially if we get more games where Kelsey is out. Although I guess that did matter week one. But as we've established, fuck week one forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what happens when you're... You, you were making fun of Kevin's team, Dustin, scoring, what, 30 points between his kicker and his... Uh... Defense, uh, Brian Roach's team scored um, 37 between his kicker and defense. Um, and that's how I lost. <laughs> Which segues nicely into, again, I say you guys are far too generous. This team is terrible. <laughs> I want people to like me. <laughs> I'm desperate to be liked. <laughs> guys, come on. <laughs> Let's, you know, we don't need to like sugarcoat it. I mean, we love Herbert and Jacobs and Waddle. I actually don't mind the Hopkins pick where he got him. But I think I listen, heart overcame head with the Kelsey pick. I understand he had him last year. It was a great decision. We love Kelsey there. But when Eckler is staring you in the face, I don't know, man. It's just I don't think that was the right move when you don't have a couple picks coming up in the mid rounds that, that you really need to make up for. So because of that, we're starting Roshan Johnson, who <laughs> I think is a rookie uh, and maybe it was a nice sleeper, but. I, again, I, same as Kevin's team. I think he had a nice week one, like all the shitty teams did, and we're not going to sustain that. So I'm giving him a D. 
Wow. Ouch. Dude, you're brutal. I love it. Yeah, he's Who's definitely... Jay Reed and why is he in his starting lineup? His starting lineup is Jay Reed, N. Gray, and R. Johnson. If you could have <laughs> named any of them before the draft, I would have been shocked. I, so... I still can't. <laughs> D. I still can't name them, and I lost to this team. <laughs> I wasted an amazing performance by my 49ers duo. Um, they will have more to come. Because Joe Burrow couldn't score 13 points. If he had scored 13 points, I would have won. He scored three. Uh, I digress. <laughs> not upset at all. All right. Yeah, not upset at all. Uh, One-Eyed Jamar. Hey, that's me. Can you explain your team name? Yeah, dude. So One-Eyed Jax is one of the most popular Western movies ever made. Oh, Marlon, okay. Marlon Brando. Yeah, 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 yeah. so figured, okay. you know. Got it. What the heck? Uh, no, obviously, like I was disappointed that Eckler fell to me, so I couldn't get Bijan Robinson and then have a mustard theme name. But, yeah. uh, you know, I feel like <laughs> that one's all right. But that being said, uh, Eckler falling was a gift from the heavens, and I was ex- – I couldn't believe it. I was like, there's no fucking way. Jeff was like, I'm <laughs> dreaming. I'm still dreaming. This isn't a life. <laughs> right. Um, and – I know I missed Dustin's you made a terrible draft pick phone call, but I'm not that low on Michael Pittman. Oh, uh, especially seeing I'm him. I'm not anymore. Especially seeing he is he is the number one and the only option in that offense until JT comes back. So I'm very happy I snag him in the seventh. Great pick. The pick I hate the most, Brandon, our buddy, Najee Harris. Mm. What the fuck? It's just <laughs> yeah. there, there are certain players you see them, right? And I knew he was coming around. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to be so fucking mad when he's the option that's there. And I – and as, <laughs> fuck, he was there. And I was like, all right, I have no choice. I have no choice. You always have a choice, Jeff. I don't have a choice, man. Ken Walker was right there. Ugh. I know. In hindsight, in hindsight, I feel like that was my one really big misfire uh, in the draft. But uh, as we saw week one, I have an absolutely stacked bench. So I'm very (laughs) ecstatic to continue to make poor managerial choices as I put the wrong as I put the wrong players in in my starting lineup. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's all I got. What do you got, Dustin? Um, Yeah. So listen, Jeff, I think Michael Pittman is the perfect, the perfect pick for the classic every year this happens you pick someone who i think is bad i would call you and then he ends up being <laughs> the best value of your draft i think Pittman, he got so like undercut and i'm a little biased i, I picked him on my other team the same exact round you did the seventh when he fell and i was uh, like well he's here uh and man i'm telling you i think he i think he's gonna be awesome i think it'd be 20 points a week no problem as long as richardson stays healthy because like yeah like you said they don't have anyone else and he's good like, he's just good. So I love that yeah. value. Um, yeah, Najee, again, I understand what you're saying. I mean, it, I think for me it would have been between him and Walker and just knowing how bad he was last year. And people, the hype on Jalen Warren's really high. I think I would have gone Walker mm-hmm. because he's more exciting. So I do think that was maybe a misstep. But love Lockett where you got him. Um, I love Dalvin where you got him. I think Evan Ingram's a great a great tight end to take if you missed on uh, Kyle Pitts, <laughs> which think, yeah, think how you did. Lockett had a Lockett and Chase had a tough week. Obviously, that's not going to be. We know Lockett. We know what he's doing. He's getting three or he's getting thirty three. So you'll you'll hit you'll hit some thirty threes down the road. I Jeff Tyler Algier. We lo- you know I love him. Like you said, your bench is stacked. I'm really impressed. I had no issue with any of your picks besides Pittman, and now I love. I'm gonna give you and uh, I'm gonna give you. You ready? No. Yes, give it to me slowly. I'm giving you an A. Whoa, wow. oh, the, the pressure's on. <laughs> well, oh. I'm definitely not team. giving you an A. 
because <laughs> oh, fuck you, because you picked Najee Harris. If, if you had <laughs> if you had picked anyone else besides Najee there, I probably would have given you an A because I I agree with Dustin and and uh, I didn't I didn't think about how, or consider your bench and now I'm looking at it and I'm like holy shit like you you on bye weeks you're gonna be fine no matter who's on bye you've got someone lined up like I love the Samaji P Ryan pick I think that was one of the picks that I was hoping when did you get him. Nine. Ninth. Oh no. So I could have picked him and I didn't. That was stupid. Yeah. I love that pick. I think that was fantastic. That that was the one that I keyed in on. Um, and then also Tyler Algier. I, I just feel like those two in the ninth and the 11th were just excellent, incredible value. Um, and you would have gotten an A if you had done anything besides <laughs> Najee in the, the third round, but you didn't. So you get a B plus. <laughs> You're not biased at all for your last year, are you? <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. And and, and Lockett, Brent. yeah, and and being a part of the Tyler Lockett uh, hate club, I just think he's a, a clubhouse cancer, um, and um, you're gonna regret it. I'm surprised you didn't give me an F with all that going on. No, B plus, um, because in reality, I'm like the the John Hamm gift from Mad Men of uh, I haven't even thought about you to Tyler Lockett. Oh, so ooh, love that. Yeah, love that. B plus. Thanks. All right. All right. We're going to move on to Gronk Smash, who apparently that's the new brand we're going with. I, Love I think it. it. It might be time for an update to the team name, but, you know, uh, who <laughs> am I to say? Um, I, I feel like I've been leading all of them until we got to Jeff, and then I realized that I've been leading all of them. Does anyone else want to give their thoughts on Gronk Smash first? Very excited to see Bijan Robinson. I love that he went there at seven. I think that's going to be – I mean, he looked – when he got the ball, he looked incredible in week one. So I think he's going to have nothing but upside on the flip side. Very not high on Mixon. I'm sure he was really hoping Gibbs would come around, but you know, I, I'm very low on Mixon. Uh, Fields looked like absolute shit. So did Goddard. And with Fields too, the play calling is just run. They're down 24 and they're running the ball in the fourth quarter. What the fuck are you doing? Uh, anyway, uh, I just think, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much after his first pick, I'm very lukewarm <laughs> on Dan's team. Um, I think I, uh, Hollywood Brown maybe, but again, you're buying into that Arizona offense, which, like, good luck to you. Uh, Juju can't catch the ball and is ignored when he isn't getting thrown to. Uh, Damian Harris, I feel like that's too high for what is essentially the second or third back in that rotation. Gainwell, I feel like, is one of his best value picks, but he's injured, yeah. so... Terrific. But at the time, good pick. Yeah, yeah great no, pick totally. At, yeah. yeah, great pick at the time. I honestly can't believe he fell that far. Yeah. But other than that, sorry, Dan, it's going to be a C-. minus. Oof, that's wow. tough. Uh, you might have forgotten he picked twice in the seventh round at the front of that. Oh, oh, so, da- oh so you're yeah, missing, yeah. yeah, a couple of his picks there. Oh, I am. That's right. Oh, okay, yeah. Ooh, David Ma- Okay, C+. Plus. I take it back. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I'm a little wet all the time. I, I like Dan's team. I think he had a solid draft. Um, I don't know why Jeff is so low on Mixon. I feel like he, the with the way the Bengals played, the fact that he got double-digit points says that I'm expecting him to be pretty consistently 15 to 25 every week. Uh, I, don't, I don't see that being an issue at all. And the way that they like didn't use Gibbs, I know it'll increase, but like I don't know. I don't, I don't think you could interchange those two. No big deal. I like Mixon. Keenan Allen, a little less excited about. I think he could have gone with a little more upside at that pick. But, you know, when you're looking at what's around there, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, uh, honestly, <laughs> Allen's probably a good pick there. So I like that too. 
I like where you got Fields. I know he's not a good quarterback <laughs> generally, <laughs> but if they figure out like how to use him right, I st- I don't think it matters. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I agree that Gibson probably was not who I would have gone with there. Um, but at that point, you're just kind of throwing darts. So I really think he he did a good job with the value stuff, and I I really respect keeping Christian Watson. I didn't even consider that when I was looking at his team a couple weeks before. Uh, and I think that was a pretty good value, even though he, he got hurt immediately. But I think Dan did really well, honestly. Um, talked to bottom. I think it's a good good depth. I'm going to give Dan a uh, B plus. Well, Looking at Dan's team, I, I want to amend a grade that I gave uh, Mason Crosby goes west. I feel like it was a little too oh. harsh there. And I want to upgrade it to a B minus. Because I just, looking at uh, the selections that he made at the time and, and knowing that he didn't have three, four, or five, um, uh, I... I feel like I was too harsh there for, for Gronk smash. I think my issue lies in going QB tight end five, six, or is that four, five, four, five, four, five. Yeah. I just, I don't like that as a strategy. I think it's bad. Um, I think taking a tight end that early, if it's not going to be Kelsey Hawkinson, Andrews um, is not smart. That, that goes for Dustin too. Um, taking Waller. I just think that's too early, but Goddard especially like he wasn't even that good towards the end of last year I remember Zach Ertz like crushing it in Arizona and Goddard was still mediocre so I feel like I would have much rather had Akers or Swift or even Pickens um, Cook either of the Cooks honestly Um, so don't love that I think Montgomery in the seventh one of his three seventh round picks was excellent value but he missed on the other two like I would have rather had Addison instead of Deontay and Herbert instead of Gibson um, so I think that just like becomes rough and having three seventh rounders is going to give you depth but generally I don't love this draft um, so I'm going to give him B minus I will say Brandon just to defend myself real quick on the Waller pick I had that was my extra fourth from Tim and That's I feel true. like it was That's an true. extra so I was like I'm going to get my tight end and not just any tight end it's my boy it's Waller the Baller. Welcome home. <laughs> it's fair. I understand that one more than Goddard. I just don't. Yeah. At that point, I don't get it. That's the line, right? The Goddard line is like where I agree with you, Brandon, where it's like at that point, just fucking wait and get yourself yeah. get yourself a Luke Musgrave in round 13 or whatever the hell Kevin did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or Dalton Kincaid in the 11th. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to... Aman nom nom nom, <laughs> which is going to be really hard to uh, say. Who looked terrific, and I applaud Joel for having two lions in his starting lineup. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think that's a ballsy move, and I hope it pays off for him. Honestly, I liked Joel's draft, and it's even more impressive that he did it from a fucking hotel room as he was checking out. I think that context <laughs> deserves to be applauded. I don't know, man. It's that Vegas. Uh... Oxygen. I really think got yeah. him, and he was able to like <laughs> fire on all cylinders. There you go. There you go. But no, I mean, Cooper's gonna be fine. I think that. I think that was such a weird Bengals Browns game that, like, I feel like you kind of have to throw all that evidence out the window. Uh, that top four is terrific. I'm not 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 super high on Acres. I've been burned by him before, and I think post injury, he's just not what he was. But Cook in the next round looked very good and gets a lot of usage. Uh, Herbert's a great pick. 
Uh, and I'm very upset when his 10th round pick overtakes my third round pick. So, but other than that, I mean, Joel, good job, man. I'll give you a B plus. I, I love uh, doubling up on the Lions. I, I'm I'm buying in to the hype. Um, going to be good. The Lions hype this year. They're in a pretty easy division. Uh, their offense was stellar last year. Uh, I tried to put a bet. Brandon, you'll appreciate this. I tried to put a futures bet on Anton- uh, on uh, Amon Ra to be the leading catcher this year, uh, but I was too late. Most receptions or most yeah. yards? Most receptions, not yards. Okay. Most receptions. I bet him the most yards. So. Oh, interesting. See, I think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna get close to yards. I think Tyreek's got that in the bag. But I think in terms of number of targets and receptions, there's no one better or no one I'd rather have. Uh, so I love. Uh, yeah, I agree with Jeff. I think those first four picks are great. Uh, I hate Acres. I'm. I really like. <laughs> as someone who is a now a recent Kyron Williams owner, I think Acres might just quiet quit at some point this year, and Williams so too. Uh, will take over that role. But I do love when he came back and took James Cook. Um, I know Buffalo running backs are not trustworthy at all, but it's a Cook. You know, he's probably pretty good. So we'll see. I like that pick a lot. I think Firemuth. I don't know. It's that. It's the whole thing Brandon's been talking about. Is it worth it to take a tight end there in the eighth round? I think it is uh, because you could take someone else who completely is a bust. So why not? Yeah, agreed. But now what I think is interesting is that he waited, and uh, is it his only quarterback he took is Geno Smith? I think that's an interesting <laughs> decision. I think if I'm going to go with Geno Smith, I, I'm going to like maybe immediately in the next round take another one that's on the same tier and just hope one of them hits because what we saw from the Seahawks week one is a little concerning. So. We'll see about that. Yeah, and obviously I'm biased. I lost him because his fucking Cowboys defense put up 42 points, which is just not going to happen every week. Well, it might. They're really good. You never know. know. (laughs) They are really good. They're good defense. So, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a fine draft. Um, Solid solid B-. minus. Yeah, I I think we taught... Joel's draft strategies, I think, are very transparent. Um previously it was i'm going to draft three or four running backs round yeah. one through three four and now he has been listening to the dustin sylvia school of thought and just <laughs> went wide receivers hard and it was basically like all right i'm just gonna use all of my next round picks to try and hit on uh, a running back that you know it was basically the no running back strategy except he got gibbs which i think he was probably surprised that gibbs fell to him because um, i certainly was that I thought Gibbs would go really early in the second. Um, so I was surprised he fell there. And Wait, hold on. I want to stop there for a second because I thought he reached for Gibbs. I wanted Gibbs. And I really? Fall. Yeah, I really did. Because look who went before him. Derrick Henry, Saquon, and Chubb. I think that has to happen every time. I was surprised he went before Mixon, ETN, and Aaron Jones. So in my mind, it's because I wouldn't have had Allen or Andrews go before him. Hmm. Well, Allen yeah. was a reach. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we'll and get Andrews, there. I thought was a reach. Like I thought yeah. I might be able to get Andrews at the end of the second. So that's why I thought Gibbs would go around like two picks earlier. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. I hear you're saying you're right. Those are both reaches. You're right. And Cup. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you just yeah. look at Jose's team. It's all reach. <laughs> Jose's team is just kind of an outlier. I'm yeah. just kind of like. Yeah, yeah you'll be shocked to hear that that's the team that I also don't think will make the playoffs. Um, wow. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. We might agree there. Spoil that one right now. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is the team that is going to win the championship. God of us. I do like the team name. I will give him credit for that. Um, but anyways, yeah. going back to uh, on. Amon, nom, nom, nom. The fact that it looks like he might hit on three or four of the running backs he chose is just like 
maybe he'll try and trade one of those for a QB. I think he definitely could. I also agree. I'm out on acres. I was out on acres last year. I'm definitely out on him this year. Uh, I thought the end of last year was just a fluke, um, but yeah, I would give him a B plus. Hey, I agree with Dustin though. Actually, I meant to add that with Gino. Um, I, I feel like you've got to have another QB and just try and play matchups the whole week. I, I just don't think Gino is going to be a top 10 quarterback like he was last year again, and kind of punting on that in a position where we get six touchdowns or six points a touchdown. Uh, I think like, why do you need to draft Marvin Mims there? Um, <laughs> draft someone who I think he promptly dropped uh, yesterday. So. Yeah. Or, and Gallup. Yeah. So it's like you could have got Brock Purdy or got like, why wouldn't you get Goff and then just go all in on the lions? Um, yeah. I'll get the stack. Joel. Yeah. I'm just saying like, I would have tried to get him at the end there and, um, yeah, I think relying solely on Gino might be the downfall. But uh, B plus, B plus to A minus. I'll, I'll go in there. Wow, that's way yeah. higher than you guys are too fucking generous. No, I really like his draft. I think he, the fact that he's going to hit on four of the five running backs that he drafted in the middle rounds is pretty impressive. And got Gibbs and AJ. I think AJ Brown um, that early was a bit of a surprise to me. I would have taken Chubb, but that's just me. Um, all right, moving on to number nine, the new Asgard Kings. Um, Jeff, do you want to keep going, leading us off, and then Dusk can do the last three? Uh, yeah, I think uh, Josh Allen doesn't look like a per- terrific second-round pick. That <laughs> looks pretty rough. I think, to his credit, Myers in the 10th is such a steal, especially the way that that Raiders offense was looking to him all game. Uh, I absolutely am very nervous about Christian Kirk. I just feel like overall there was a lot of opportunity for him to make better picks than the ones that he did. Uh, Swift might, now that Gainwell's out, Swift might see some more time, but who knows? Tampa Bay offense, I guess. Um, It's interesting. He has two Philly running backs with Swift and then Rashad Penny. Hawkinson at three, I guess he just got the big fat contract. So, you know, why not take a leap there? But that didn't look super promising either. Again, I just feel like there was a lot of opportunity. And I know it sounds flippant, but like, I feel like he had a strategy and it kind of took him away from getting better value players, especially in like the early rounds. Uh, so I'm going to give Nick a C. Uh, I just don't see a ton of upside here that would make me excited for him to make the playoffs. Jeff, I totally agree. I think you're I love that you said I think his strategy took him away from good value because it's it does seem like he came in with like, I'm going to get a quarterback round two and a tight end round three. And Mm -hmm. I think this is one of the safest drafts Nick's ever done. And and by that, I mean, least exciting Rashad White's on a probably not very good Tampa Bay offense. Christian Kirk might be irrelevant. I think it starts from, and Brandon, we talked about this at the draft, when he decided to keep Madison over Ridley, I was shocked. And I think he's going to severely regret that, especially after seeing what Ridley did week one. I mean, (laughs) fuck, that could have been his keeper for the next three years. Uh, And I don't think Madison's going to have that kind of sustainability. So I think his best pick was Cortland Sutton in the 11th, which is saying something. Um, I'm giving Nick uh, a generous C-. minus. Like, oh, and one thing I'll say is with the Josh Allen pick there, 
I'm sorry. You got to pick Mahomes before him. I'm, yeah, like, it, for me, it was Hurts, Mahomes, and then Allen. I just, I don't, I don't understand it. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Yeah. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, I don't, I don't understand. I, you know what? I'm sorry. Nick had an extra sixth. He didn't lose any of his picks. He's getting a D plus. It's official. <laughs> wow. That team is as good as Kevin's draft. I think this is the harshest draft grades we've ever had on this podcast. I like it. Um, Dustin just really thinks he was the only one that did anything good. <laughs> no, no. Jeff did better than me. <laughs> and Jeff. Yeah. Great. Hell yeah. That's definitely going to pan out. But I agree. I think what Jeff said um, might have been the smartest thing any of us have ever said on this podcast. Um, <laughs> wow. <I'm just> gonna, <laughs> it was really, really impressive because when you said it, I totally agree. I think his strategy took him away from value. You know, new Asgard Kings are always going to be on the lookout for the, the next big white tight end. Um, the last two years, it's been George Kittle. Now it's TJ Hawkinson. So... I feel like that was like he he went in knowing he was going to get Hawkinson Allen in the second round. I agree. You got to go Mahomes. I would a hundred percent have taken Gibbs Mixon, Waddle. Waddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have done all three of those ahead of uh, Allen as well as Mahomes. His running backs are just terrible. Like, I don't believe in Madison. I think Madison has been overvalued for far too long and he's a mediocre running back. And he might get some touchdowns, but when he doesn't, he's going to rush 15 times for 50 yards and have two catches for 10 yards and get you seven or eight points. So uh, this is another team that's just running back. (gasps) What? I'm sorry. I just realized Rashad Penny was a healthy scratch. He picked Penny and DeAndre Swift. But not Gainwell. This is a D team, dude. This is that's I'm brutal. Sorry. Ouch! I didn't know he was a healthy scratch. Yikes. Yeah, he was. <laughs> D draft. Yikes! Um, yeah, I mean, I love CD Lamb where he got him, but it didn't look great first week. But I think you kind of got to throw that out when your defense scores two touchdowns in the first quarter and you're up fourteen nothing before the offense gets on the field. Really, like uh, you're not going to throw that much. Um, but even like the receivers later, like Godwin is fine, but. Uh, yeah, the flex. Baker. Yeah. yeah. C minus. Is that the worst Knicks, worst draft Knicks ever had? I think so. At least in, at least in memory. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we'll Nick. We'll see. Maybe he's quiet quitting. <laughs> no. Speaking of. No, nah, he's not. <laughs> he would never. Yeah, speaking of uh, the <laughs> Autobots. Um, Dustin, why don't you lead us off? This is a perfect one to let you lead off on. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jose, uh, you know, you know, I feel I, I am morbidly against auto drafting. <laughs> morbidly. <laughs> like at this point, why are you even playing? Um, he's not listening to this, so I can be harsh. Uh, what, what? We, Brandon, we, we, we have, we gotta have the talk at some point. Is Jose, is he trying? Are we, we want him in this league? You're auto drafting on purpose while you're at draft weekend? Nah, I'm sorry. We can't have that. Figure it out, Jose. Uh, so anyway, I love it. Cooper Cup in the first was stupid. Uh, Derek Henry was great value in the second. Ken Walker also a great value. Miles Sanders I'm unsure about. Jalen Hurts was a great keeper. Uh, Pitts was terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Smith and Jigbo also terrible value in the seventh. There's so much else out there. Like he was hurt when we drafted. You wouldn't even know if he was going to play. Justin Tucker in the eighth. Ugh, it doesn't matter. Listen. This team's not going to survive. And he also, here's the thing, Jose doesn't use the waiver wire much either. And he doesn't trade. So he's stuck with his shitty auto-drafted team. 
He's 0-1. This guy's getting an F. <laughs> the first F I've ever given. Thank you, Stephen A. Or are you <laughs> prefer uh, Shannon? <laughs> no, I prefer Skip. Skip. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I should have known. Short white guy. I, w- I do wonder, and I'll pose this to both of you, did getting second three years in a row break him? Because I kind of wonder if it just broke him. And he's, he's out. No, he's not that weak. That should galvanize him. That should drive him. No, I think it broke him. Um, well, that sucks if that's the case. I, I do love that a kick, Justin Tucker was picked in the eighth round, three rounds before any other kicker was picked. You know that's a terrible value when no one else sees that and is like, oh, you know what I need to do? Make sure I get my kicker. At least the 49ers defense the next round, Dan picked the Eagles. So he can at least convince Dan that it was a worthwhile endeavor to get a defense that early. But um, a kicker in the eighth is, I, I mean, that is easily a, a D minus. Um, I love Derrick Henry. Uh, we'll see if he can hold up. That's the only good pick on this board. Yeah, Henry Walker back to back is great, but I'm going to give this team an F. Great is strong. Well, it's fine. I'm going to I'm going to give the well, you didn't let me finish. I'm going to give this team an F on principle. Uh, <laughs> if you're at the draft, just fucking draft, dick. <laughs> yeah, just pick the player that's at the top of the list. Do something. Well, I mean, that's literally what did. No, because he wouldn't have picked Justin Tucker in the eighth. Yeah, I think Sleeper had it then. He wouldn't no. have picked Pitts. Because he needed the the computer thought he needed a tight end and tossed it to him. This is the future of AI. All right. And I'm very against yeah. it. Well, that's the thing about auto drafting is it doesn't pick the top one. It picks the top of whatever position you're missing, which is why. But it's it didn't so do dumb. that for him last year. I don't know about last year. It's too yeah. far away. Yeah. I, I will say the one thing before I let Jeff continue is that. Um, oh, I'm done. I, oh, <laughs> I was going to say that. I do wonder if he was just so stoned because he when he, when I looked at him as the draft started, he looked terrified. And I kind of wonder if he was just like, I'm too high to do this. And I'm just going to this was my joke the whole time. I'm going to let it happen. Weak. It's weak. Yeah. At least he weak. committed to the bit. You know what? I, mean, I have to say, though, the, the cherry on top is that he drafted Deshaun Watson. So <laughs> we can actively root against his team and feel pretty good about it. That's right. Yeah, nothing like that Cleveland stack of Watson Njoku, am I right? <laughs> God damn. And then just four receivers to end the draft. Um, <laughs> one of which it doesn't Honestly, might not play. Zay Jones might be the best pick of his draft. That's a pretty, I think it that's is. That's pretty good. That's pretty good value. <laughs> um, all right, we'll move on to Wild Wild Wario. Lead us off again, uh, Dustin. Okay. I, I really like Mike's team. This is I'm I'm judging this pre Aaron Rodgers uh, shattering of the uh, Achilles on the fourth play of the game. I really liked that he I think I don't know if he admitted this, but he kind of alluded to it. I really liked that he I think had the idea of keeping Wilson and then drafting Rodgers late. He definitely um, I re- did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. I think that's super smart. I would have done the same thing or at least considered it. Um, and I think he drafted well, knowing that that was his plan. Didn't love the Judy pick. He was already hurt. It's Denver. We saw what they did last year. Michael, Th- I think it was like the Judy Michael Thomas back to back. I'm a little uncertain about. And then DJ Moore in after seeing Week One <laughs> looks way yeah. worse. So that's a tough one because I think the Bears might just be as bad or worse than they were last year, unfortunately. But you know, solid roster top to bottom. I had him pegged as one of the three best in our division, but he got 
um, <laughs> dead ass last. So <laughs> it, it's tough because my grade would have been better before week one. And now I, I think I would have given him like a B plus before. And now I'm going to have to go B minus, I think. Yeah, I feel like even if you're not factoring in week one, if you lose by 100 points, it still <laughs> it still impacts your your draft grade just retroactively. It I just know. goes back. He will get better when Kamara gets back. That's a nice thing that he did. So. I was going to say, I was really a big fan of taking chances with Kamara and Thomas. I thought that was good value for where he got them. I think that's a lot of fun. Uh, as a contrast, pretty worried about the more Kittle. I, I'm not as worried about Pacheco, but after seeing that Bears offense and Kittle out there in the 49ers offense, I think that could be a really tough 3-4. Um, but other than that, like I like the chances he took. I really enjoyed the bottom half of his draft. More so than the top half, although I think he was very fortunate that Chubb fell to him there. And Adams didn't look as good as he does, but I think he'll be fine. As we've seen with Adams when Stidham was throwing to him, he's quarterback proof, so he'll be fine. Um, so I would give Mike a B-. minus. I also agree. Chubb falling to 11 was pretty shocking to me. I think I had him in my ranking seventh, like I would have taken him seventh overall starting. I just, mm -hmm. I love Chubb. I think he's so underappreciated. <laughs> yeah, you do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just so underappreciated. He's the best, I would say the best pure running back in football right now. If you're just going to look at old school running back, and I, I think no one recognizes that and he can still catch and hunt is gone. Like I really think this is going to be his year to your point. Jeff, I love the Camara hit in the fifth with his extra fifth round pick. I think that's exactly what what you use an extra pick for is to take a swing on a guy. Um, and if Camara comes back and is anything like he was, having a Chubb Camara backfield um, backstops against DJ Moore running routes for a quarterback who can't throw. Um, <laughs> I don't necessarily have a problem with taking more there. I think that's probably where he should have gone. I hate the Kittle pick. I'm sure all of you are surprised by that. Um, I, I would have done anything else. Um, Pacheco in the fifth, I also don't really like. I'm, I just don't believe in Kansas City backfield. Um, and then like later on down, I don't. There's none of his like swings besides Kamara. I'm all that excited about or interested in. It'll be interesting, I think, with Garrett Wilson. See what happens now with uh, Zach. I mean, that catch, that catch on Monday night that Garrett Wilson had was one of the best catches I've ever seen in my life it was incredible. oh that was insane it was, so like he's a phenomenal receiver that mike should have on his team for the next two years um so so yeah i would give him a b like i think it was a fine draft he took a swing where he needed to and he missed on kittle i would have done anything else way to go michael um all right and then we move on to the washington charmanders are reigning last place of reigning carolyn um Holder, a reigning noggin bosser, noggin bosser. Uh, let's start us off again, Dustin. Yeah. So Sean, we know he loves his uh, first round tight ends, uh, but I don't think this was the year to take Andrews with your first pick. <laughs> I don't. I just, you know, Barkley's great there. I think if you went Barkley Adams, or what I would have done maybe is Barkley Henry. I think is exciting. I think that would have been Ooh, awesome. Or Barkley awesome. Gibbs. Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't really high on Gibbs. I, I am. Yeah. Looks, I'm really high on Gibbs. He looks awesome, Gibbs. but I just I don't know. It's you know, it's still a lion. I am. I am high on the lions, but I don't know. You're right, we'll Barkley. Henry, I haven't seen it. Yet. Barkley Henry. I think Barkley Henry would have been amazing because then you could have gone receiver, 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 whatever. Uh, I think, you know, Sean loves. He loves to get his uh, upcoming upstart receivers. So we grabbed Pickens in the fifth. 
I don't know. Was that too early? We'll see. I think that Steelers offense after week one looks abysmal, so the hype might be way too high on that team. Uh, so that might be a bust. And then McLaurin also feels a little... I feel like Sean, it kind of comes with... I drafted 12th last year, and it. I hated it. I think it's awful because, like, you're reaching no matter what because you you, mm. you have to do two in a row, and you're not going to get to pick again for 24 picks. You kind of have to pick your guy over the next 24 and hope it works. And so that's when the things like McLaurin and Pickens happen, and I would just be, like, not super confident about that when there's so many other talent at those spots. And A.J. Dillon, I hate... Um, I don't think he's ever been good or like consistent in fantasy. I don't, he's good in real life, but in fantasy, I just, I hate him. So, but I love this A Flowers pick. I don't know. I, uh, it's, it's like he did fine. Debo and Stevenson. Yeah. He dra- traded a pick to get Debo and he kept Stevenson. I liked that. However, it, after week one, it looks like Ayuk might, I wouldn't be surprised if Ayuk became the wide receiver one on that team. Um, so. <laughs> I'm serious. I think he's good. I think he's really Shout good. I think Debo, Debo is more of like a gadget player at this point, right? So I don't know. We'll see. I think Sean, unfortunately, is going to miss a lot on a lot of his picks. But at the time of the draft, didn't hate it. Let's give him a B minus. Yeah, I, I totally agree with your point of like, especially drafting last, you need to get your guy where you want him. And... I totally get his mindset of like, oh, I want to get that high level tight end. So going after Mark Andrews is like, I get the mindset. But to your point with the talent behind that, I just feel like he should have gone the Brandon route and just kind of waited and like loaded up. And keeping Stevenson, I get why he didn't want a back to back running backs. But Barkley Adams would have been fine. That would have been great. You know, and then you have you have your top two running backs and your wide receiver one. And that can make not picking for 24 picks more palatable. And then from there, then you can kind of like start reaching a little bit more because you have that really solid floor. Um, I'm not very high on McLaurin. Uh, I do really like Lawrence where he got that pick. I do. I do. I think that Jacksonville offense is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was I was going to get Pickens if he came back around to me. So I think that's decent value there. Although, to your point, who the hell knows who's going to get the ball in that Steelers offense. The player I'm actually Elliot Beckham back to back is just shades of like three, four years ago. Uh, And I think it's really interesting. And neither of them looked terrific week one. But what I did notice was they had a lot of usage, especially Zeke, at least until he fumbled when (laughs) Belichick was pounding it up the gut with him every play. So that could pay off. And in the meantime, he's got a really good young player in Zay Flowers who could be a really high ceiling player. Um, So I think, you know, I appreciate the mindset and I know that he took a couple swings that I think I agree with Dustin probably won't pay off. So I'm actually going to agree with your score and go B minus. I disagree with Jeffrey on Trevor Lawrence. I would have taken, I would have taken Herbert definitely over Lawrence um, and probably Fields. I just feel like, I feel like Sean reached on tight end and quarterback where they were. I would have agreed with Dustin Barkley. Henry would have been my one, two, and then done exactly what Jeff said, which is just go after receivers after that. Yeah. I mean, I I like Debo. I like, I think Terry being hurt to start the year was a little scary. Um, So you're welcome. I'm always uh, nervous about drafting people who are hurt in preseason because I just think it can take longer to get up to speed. Um, I'll just echo Zay Flowers in the eighth, I think is, um, I really wanted him, um, but 
didn't come back around. Uh, I was hoping to get him with my extra eighth, um, and instead I had to get Traylon Burks, which uh, it sucks. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I would put money down now that Flowers is his keeper next year. It, I mean, it really looks like it. He looked awesome, and I think he's going to be great. Um, and I like Richardson in the twelfth. Like, it, I yeah. like that as a swing, and I like he could be good. Um, I don't think he will, but he could. And uh, yeah, I would, I'll give him a B minus. Um, I really hope I beat him this week. I'm a little worried because Saquon <laughs> did nothing, and not, no one on his team really played well. Um, so we'll see. Coming back around, baby. So there you have it. Um, all Woof. graded, all done. Um, before we go, who do you have winning both divisions and who do you have getting last both divisions? <gasps> oh, shit. I should have closed sleeper. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff was ready to go eat dinner. Yeah, I'm, I got I to gotta piss. I got to eat dinner. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> all right, I'll go, so, I'll so, go first. Yeah, somebody else go. Give me a sec. Um, I believe that... Oh man, our division is such trash. The ugly division is so bad. <laughs> it's ugly. It's Wait, amazing. Why, why did you make your division the ugly division and ours the bad division? Real quick, because you I said on the podcast that was the joke on the podcast. You were uh, that you tried to get out and you laughed too hard during it. Oh just, yeah, because like, it was such a dumb joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, that makes sense. It's funny because it's the ugly and the bad instead of the bad and the, the, bad ugly. And the ugly. It confuses yeah. me every time. But yeah. No, I did it that way. Um, I think. Wow, I guess I'm gonna have to have to do this, but I, I think Dan wins our division, and the or sorry, Gronk Smash wins, and Autobots gets last. Ooh. And then for the bad division, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna do it. Oh, no, I'm not. Uh, Aman <laughs> nom 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 to win the division, and then. Wow. Eating eating ass. <laughs> get last. Yeah. Eating ass, eating ass. Yeah. <laughs> I can go. Um, I think the ugly Brandon's going to win it. Hell yeah. And I think Nick's going to lose it. Wow. And for our division, I think Kevin's going to lose it and I'm going to win it. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dustin's grit. (laughs) I know who he thinks is going to win the bad division. Oh, let's see. The ugly division. Yeah, you know, I want to, I agree with Brandon. I want this to be Dan's year. His team's solid. He's got depth. We'll give Dan Gronk Smash the win. Yeah. And this is this is tough. I, I mean, well, no, it's not. Never mind. It's Jose. Autobots <laughs> last place. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I agree with Brandon. Uh, the bad division. Yeah, I think this is a one and done for Tim's team. I don't think he keeps it up. So uh alave garden wins the division yeah yeah Shocker. <laughs> we we didn't spend enough time on my team i was thinking while we were talking i was like we kind of glossed over it i had oh a good draft we all we're talking about is how i got decimated by the cowboys defense week one i think we're overlooking how good a draft i had so anyway yeah. we'll come back stronger than great ever. draft alave garden still projected to get the most points this week out of anyone in the league for the second week in a row just throw that out sure. there alave garden wins the bad division and the loser is Oh yeah, it's Kevin. ETNS, ENS. I, I shit. I just copied Brandon. I don't care. That's no, you I didn't. Feel. I picked uh, oh. a nom 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 nom. A mon nom nom nom. Oh right, 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 right. Well, yeah. So Kevin gets last. I win. I get first. Yeah. Um. All right. So it sounds like no matter what, 
Uh, Autobots will be in the Carolyn along with Eaton Ass. That is a <laughs> rubber stamp written in stone. All three of us agree it's definitely going to happen now. Um, Wait, I, I initially said Nick, but now I want to change the Jose. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you yeah. did say Nick. No, 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 no. I want to change to the Autobots. <laughs> Fuck that team. <laughs> All right, there you hey, have it, folks. You know what that means? That's the championship right there. Yeah. <laughs> Can Autobots you versus Etn Ass. All right, so I'll write this down in the the show notes so that we can look back at it at the end of the year and laugh at the fact that Kevin traded away his whole team again and somehow is in the playoffs. (laughs) And we'll use this opportunity to remind everyone, do not trade with Kevin. We decided it's a pact. I'm muting him on my phone. (laughs) He's already texting uh, Jeff. Um, All right, well, this was a... A late night pod. Uh, I think we we rounded in form there at the end, guys. Uh, I think uh, we're a little loopy to start, but we got on. We got our feet under us. We did some great grading. The vodka wore off after two hours of potting. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jeff's only a little hungry. They they tell you when you're hungry, you work harder. So uh, that just felt that? that with your grades. Oh, I feel like I totally just fucking took my foot off the the pedal at the end there. I'm like, <laughs> shut up. Oh my god, how are you still talking? I mean, I, I always assume that's how most of this pod goes with you. As soon as we start, I'm like, shut the fuck <laughs> You're up. You're like, why did I agree to this? Can't Roach just do it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, please take over. Yeah, um, but with that, Scotty Boy, take us home. Cheap beer, boys. See you on Sunday. Woo!